For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is about the American people's right to vote, unfettered. It is about their access to the right to vote in a meaningful way. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. That was Billie Eilish uh, responding to some criticism from a TikTok video. I'm kidding. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Um, lots to talk about today. And... Uh, I got a little distracted because I was actually researching the Billy. I I know I'm a little late to the party on the Billy Eilish story, but I want to bring up the Billy Eilish story to compare and contrast against what's going on in Loudon, Loudon, Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first off, I was Chris. I was doing some research on Billy Eilish. I did an image search, and she's. I guess she's going for glamour now because. Uh, well, you know, she still looks like she smells bad. That's all. I, I just think she's one of those chicks that just looks like she smells bad, doesn't she? I have no idea if she smells bad or not. But she looks like she smells bad. And she's having, like like Britney Spears, looks like she she's in the news for some reason. She looks like she smells bad, too. You know, so I don't know. Uh, Billie Eilish uh, is in the news. And I first heard uh, Riccardi talking about this last night. And then Trey and I were talking about it, but she, some TikTok video or somebody cobbled together a video from her past when she was you know, she's 19, so it's not the distant past, but you know, when she was 13 years of age, she made these little videos where she's talking in sort of a stereotypical Chinese voice. She's lip-syncing the words to a song that has a racial slur in it. And someone, you know, put this these clips together into a TikTok video. And uh, on the, uh, you know, I guess probably on the uh, advice of her agent or her rep or whatever, she, you know, decided to apologize. Uh, I mouthed the word from a song that at the time I didn't know was a derogatory term used against members of the Asian community. You're full of crap. I am appalled and embarrassed and want to barf that I ever mouthed along to that word. Regardless of my ignorance and age at the time, nothing excuses the fact that it is that it was hurtful, and for that I am sorry. Uh, the TikTok video has been seen by uh, more than a million times. It's very popular. It's viral. Uh, and, and, you know, and I, I, the thing about this story that gets me is that someone like Billie Eilish, you know, her, her whole thing is she's a tough chick, right? Well, tough yet depressed. You know what I mean? She, she's won several Grammys, I believe, for this crap. So she, her, her whole thing is I'm a badass, right? Isn't that what it is? It's like a lot of them these days who, I'm talking whether you're a, you're a songwriter or performer, recording artist, right, Chris, or you're, or you're an actor. You know, I'm such a badass. Here's a sideways peace sign. Because I'm a bad, you know, or upside down, right. I'm such a badass. He's like Billy Badass Eilish. And she gets some, uh, some bad press. Over some stinking videos she did when she was 13. And, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, I make myself want to barf, you know. And I, that's what it becomes. Like, oh, aren't you tough? <laughs> what, a, what Billy badass you aren't. I'm so sorry. Meanwhile, in Loudoun, Virginia, <laughs> Loudoun County, Virginia, right, you got a bunch of innocuous parents. You know, many of whom have probably played, uh, spent a few Friday evenings playing Pictionary with the neighbors. People were who were, you know, thrilled at the uh, the the friends reunion. Innocuous parents 
who are proving themselves to be actual badasses because they're 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 going to these these uh, school board meetings and they're tearing it up, man. Hell no, I don't want no damn. Pro- Hell no, no dude's gonna be, you know, taking a leak in the stall next to my daughter. You know, it ain't gonna happen. No, CRT? No, hell, oh, hell no. Oh, hell to the no. You know, they're they're shaking it up, man. They're feisty. They're getting arrested at this point. Because the school board itself is a bunch of older Billy Eilishes who who can't stand to hear anything critical. And they're shutting down their mics and they're t- you know, t- telling them they can't be heard and blah, blah, stick and blah. And it's like, hey, we pay your salaries. So here's you know one uh, example of somebody who pretends to be a badass and is more of a diaper, okay? And then you have a talking diaper with Grammys. And then you have completely innocuous, you know, parents who are standing up for their kids. Standing up for their kids' rights. And they're shaking it up, man. And that's America in the year 2021. You know what I mean? The people who portend or pretend to be, you know, tough and uh, look at me, I'm so street and I'm this and I'm that, are actually some of the biggest wimps in the world. Whereas ordinary American citizens who are pissed off at critical race theory being shoved down their kids' throats, who are pissed off uh, at the idea that if a, if a boy says he's a girl, he gets to, you know, use the, uh, the go into the whatever bathroom and locker room they want to be in, and they're the real tough guy. The parents in Loudoun, Virginia, and in some of these other school board uh, meetings, they're the ones who are tough. They're the badasses. Isn't that funny? Two one zero. What do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know, seriously, any of these celebrity idiots? You know, you, she was thirteen. Oh my God, man! You, you, how? First off, Trey asked this question on where, where and Rima from seven to nine Monday through Friday. If you haven't heard it yet, it's a good show. Like, how far back do you go, man? How far back do you go with a person if you want to cancel them today and stinking, you know, try to ruin their stinking lives today? You know, when they're, when they're 10, when they're 9? Let me tell you something. When I was 9 and I was living in Des Moines, I, actually, Altoona, Iowa, uh, my cousins Todd and Tim and myself, man, you uh, thank God, thank you, Jesus, there was no video back then. We were dirty-talking weirdos. We were profane little punks. We were awful, man. Oh, my God, the stuff we would say. The three of us on our huffy bikes would say some of the most profane crap you can imagine any human being uttering, and we were nine. And it was fun. Uh, hell, today, yesterday, last week, I'm a profane dude. I couldn't live under the scope, under the, uh, you know, under the spotlight, but that's why I don't care. <laughs> See, Billie Eilish would have been a badass... Uh, a true badass, if because she's won Grammys, man. If Billie Eilish had come out and said, yeah, so? <laughs> you want me to do it some more? You know, I mean, she should have done it more. You know, well, here's a, little, here's a fresh, here's an update for you. And then flipped them off, you know? I mean, that's a badass. But Billie, I'm so sorry. I make myself want to vomit. You know, it's like, oh, stop. Please like me. Please like me. I, Billie Eilish. Come a long I'm way. Tough. What? Come a long way since the rebellious days of, you know, what would Janis Joplin have done? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She'd have used a certain hand gesture. That girl. Johnny Cash. You're right. That girl, right. She was, uh, she was a badass. She was a badass. Yeah, we loved her for it. And they don't, she wouldn't would, have apologized for anything. Yeah, like Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. Oh, well, man. He would have spit at the person who got... <laughs> He'd have spat in your eye. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, 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 Grace Slick. Think about somebody like right. that, like telling her, you know, telling her, you know, you're really offensive. Oh, yeah? Well, you, you, Just wait. Wait, wait. wait till this afternoon. I mean, you know, that's what I can't stand. Yeah. If you're going to pretend to be a badass... Be a badass. In right. fact, don't pretend at all. Just be who you are. Right. She is obviously a talking diaper. She, I mean, she, she's already got a stack of Grammys. Mm-hmm. 
she's I would imagine because of her record sales is doing fairly well financially. Yeah. She's right. New album coming out. Got a new record of depressing crap coming out, you know. Yeah. Why the hell would she apologize? Because she has a new record coming out. Yeah, but so what? This is it gets people talking about her. But don't you think if she'd have said, I, you, you know, know, screw you, forget you, I'm not apologizing for nothing, that it, probably people, more people, even more people would have bought her record. Because the machine works this way. She probably doesn't really remember doing that. <laughs> right, you I know, guess. Even though it's on her social media account, she's probably, I was, you know, a 13-year-old 13, snot, man. You know? So it's like, well, she, in her head, she's like, well, you know, it was seven years ago, however long it was. <laughs> but it's her PR people. You know, it's the people around her. And those people tend to be cockroaches. And there you go. And that's the case with a lot of these people who come out and apologize for things that, to you know, on the grand scheme of, of things, grand scale, it's not that horrible. Because, you know? Yeah, it's not. Because, A, she was a, a child when she did it. She and was it, 13. And, and she was singing along to a song. Can you imagine if she had been, you know, lip-syncing to an NWA record? At the top? <laughs> or, you know, closer to God, yeah. closer by the nails. Right. So, come on, man. You know, I'm just so sick of it all. So, yeah, ordinary American citizens are are the real badasses in this story. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish, not a badass. She could cover the Beastie Boys. You got to fight for your right to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I still think she looks like she smells bad, though. And if she smells at all, it smells like men in speed stick or something like that. Just saying. I don't think so. just looks like she smells bad. I'm just saying. 210-599-5555. She's got the, she doesn't have the green hair anymore. She's got platinum Well, now she's hair. got a bustier, and she's you know putting it out there. Trying to be Madonna. But she still looks like she smells bad. Um, let me there, tell you. There, there's another one. Madonna back in the day. Oh, yeah. You think Madonna would have apologized? <laughs> For grinding on the stage at the, no, at the Grammys, not, you know, it would made it even worse. She would now, I bet. Yeah, probably. I no. mean, you know, plus, she'd you know break a hip. <laughs> but forty she'd years a, ago, she'd need a hip replacement <laughs> if she tried that crap today, yeah, man. And I wouldn't try it, but you know, I'm ten years younger than she is. What a crazy old broad. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean Hyde. A couple of programming notes, and we'll talk to Mike about smelly Billie Eilish. I, I don't know. She can smell like daffodils, for all I know. She just looks like she smells. Like She looks like one of those sweaty chicks. That just, you know what I mean, Chris? It just always smells kind of bad. Um, uh, here's Cleto coming up at 10.05. Cleto Rodriguez will join us at 10.05 for our new Wednesday segment. Segment. And let us know what's going on with him. And, uh, oh yeah, I did a, uh, yesterday was Cupcake Tuesday. Okay. And so I did a a very disturbing video in my bathroom of me eating a, a delicious gourmet cupcake from Gigi's Cupcakes. That's on YouTube right now. It's kind of late because we, we were out with friends for, for a couple of hours, but, I got her done. It's very disturbing, but it was a. It's a very. It's very a delicious cupcake. I think it's called a uh, a citrus berry sherbet cupcake. Is what I sampled in my video last night. It's on KTSA.com, the Sean Ryman page, on the Facebook page. So there. Uh, here's Mike. He wants to talk about uh, Billy Eilish. Mike, you want to talk about hey. Billy Eilish? Hey, Sean, love your show. Oh, thanks, man. I just can't help notice. Wasn't there a survey this year? About uh, America's less religious than ever they, yeah. in the history. And well, young people like, with each generation, fewer people. I think we're 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 I think we're we're under fifty percent now. I think at this point, or sixty, either sixty or fifty percent at this point of church attendance, which is an all time low for America. Yeah, and see, when I was a kid, I had a really bad thing that I did, me and my friends used to sit on the front porch and we would flip cars off as they drove by. Rock on. And I can promise you my grandmother caught me. And you know what happened? I was in a fashion booth within an hour. Oh yeah. And I stopped doing it. It's weird. I you know, I'm you ever we used to moon um, we used to moon cars in Annapolis. (laughs) I mean, you know, some of we did. We'd we'd moon like you know in our neighborhood or in Cape St. Clair, we'd we'd moon cars and stuff just to make ourselves laugh. You know, am I going to get canceled for that crap? You know, I don't know. I well, never went cow tipping, though. I had, fr- I had friends that did some cow tipping. I never did that. Well, see, that's another thing. The Bible teaches forgiveness. And 
everything, everybody's just walking on glass right now because they're trying to live through social media and not right. looking at somebody face to face. And it's hard to forgive somebody, you know, when you're not face to face. But well, if but people I, would start interacting with each other, they would probably forgive each other a little oh, more. Oh, I absolutely agree. I, I think the problem is is that we're begging forgiveness for stuff that we don't have to beg forgiveness for, and yet when we're actual jerks to other people, you know, we just let it slide. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> you know. All right, man. Thanks for the call. You know what I mean? Who gives a crap what, you know, green-haired, smelly-ass Billie Eilish was doing when she was 13? I don't care. Well, maybe she was mooning cars as well. We used to do that. We used to moon cars. Yeah, but, but I can't can't deny that that happened. You moon cars. We all moon cars. Well, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. It's great fun till your grandfather catches you. Or the guy in the car catches you. Yeah. <laughs> can't do when that now. Grand- you, get your, you get your ass shot. <laughs> <laughs> when your grandfather is the guy in the car. Well, yeah, 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 yeah there you go. You got a problem. You know, it's like I say all the time, I just already consider myself canceled. It just hasn't happened yet. I don't care. I mean, if if, if people are upset by what a 13-year-old punk does, you know, while lip-syncing some stupid song, they're really going to be offended by my poems. In fact, if you'd like to be offended by my poems, they're so racist and misogynist. My God, my poems are just so profane and in, uh, offensive. Yeah, check them out on Amazon.com. 210-599-5555. Make great gifts. You know, seriously, if you really want to know just what a horrible human being I am, check out my book, Rear View Mirror Poems. It's an 800-page book of really deeply offensive and racist poems. God, I'm so ashamed. I make myself want to vomit when I think about that book of poems that's on Amazon.com. Just punch my name in there. It's the first book that comes up. It's Rear View Mirror Poems. We should have called them racist poems. 210-599-5555. What the hell else was that? Oh, we got to talk about sticky stuff uh, in baseball. Uh, 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 We we were talking about that on Where in Rima. That could be a new poem. Sticky stuff. Sticky stuff in baseball. Who says it already hasn't wow, been a poem? Well, yeah, and we'll, we'll, when I come back, we'll talk about sticky stuff in baseball and the reactions that some pitchers are giving the oomphs. Uh, with... <laughs> Thank you, Chris. It's just like you're there. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, we'll do that next on News Talk 550. KTSA. That was disgusting. And we're back. Hi. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 107.1. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? 210-599-5555. So I like the baseball. I like watching the baseball. I went to my first uh, Astros game over the weekend. I don't know why I'm talking like that. But baseball is in the news because of sticky stuff. Um, Sticky stuff. Which is... uh, (laughs) Trey brought this up at the very beginning of the show at 7 a.m. He was so nervous because he knew it was me that he was bringing this up with, you know. Please, Sean, just to, please, not not my, not this show, please, please, come on now. So uh, it, it's I and I I, I, I you know I, I love baseball, but I'm not a guy that like knows stats. I know who my favorite players are. I know who my obviously my favorite. I always root for the home team in a sense. You know who wins or loses. I, I understand the game pretty much, you know, and I enjoy watching it. But the sticky stuff on the ball is uh, for a pitcher. What does that do? Does it make it when you when they put stick? Because they do this apparently. It's something that they've been doing for a long time. They put stuff in their hair, or whatever, and then they right. they put it on the ball secretly. Gives them what does it do? Better grip when they throw it. Better grip when they throw it. Okay, but it's been going on. I mean, it's, it's pitchers have been doing this for a long time, right? It's not a new thing. Yeah, this is nothing new. Right. Well, I guess. The you know the baseball higher ups have said you can't do that anymore, right? And so the um the umps are starting to check the players for sticky stuff, uh, and you know and and uh, they're they're stopping games and coming up and asking to see the ball for the sticky stuff, and uh, I guess a couple of players have had have developed a kind of reaction to this, and there's video all over the place. Um, uh, Sergio Romo is the pitcher for well, a pitcher for the Athletics, and last night he was in there in the seventh inning, 
and the umpire stops and wants to check him out for sticky stuff. And so he undoes his belt buckle and he drops trowel. He just drops his pants. He starts to drop his pants. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, people are really upset by that, I guess. You know, I guess it's not exactly good behavior, but. but a little passive aggressive, don't you? A little passive aggressive, just, you know, drop your pants. But then I thought, you know, it's kind of an interesting reaction, though. You, you know, it really kind of stops everything at that point, and you're making your feelings known that, you know, how you feel about being checked for sticky stuff. You're dropping your damn pants. And I thought, well, I might start using that in my life. You know what I mean? Like if my wife gets all my stuff, you know. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, look at this. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, Chris is shaking his head. Like, you know, if the boss calls me in because he doesn't like something I did on the air, you know, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah let me show you something. Well, if that's the case, don't, <laughs> don't, even, if that's the case, don't even bother to wear pants. <laughs> I'm just going to go around buck-ass na- you know, right. naked from the waist down. Oh, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, check this. When you pull into the parking lot, just take them off, leave them in the car. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something honest about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. it's not like I want to see every pitcher do this, and you know, but it's still, there's... Hey, that guy was pissed off. He's, you know, in the middle of a game, and all of a sudden he's got to hand the ball over to the ump to check for sticky, sticky stuff. Sticky substance. You know, here's what I think of you. This is what I think of you. I'll drop my pants. Yeah. I'll drop my damn pants. Right here in the pitcher's mouth. Next time my wife says I have a tone, I'm like, oh, yeah? A tone, huh? Let me show you my tone. You know? Just <laughs> try I can show you my tone. <laughs> oh, yeah? I got a tone, huh? Here's your tone right here. I got your tone right here. <laughs> On that subject, my, my daughter's boyfriend, <laughs> who we're hanging out with in Houston over the weekend, got the t- got his first tone speech. What is it with you San Antonio chicks, man? Really? You, you, Hispanic-y chicks uh, and, and the tone thing. He's from Houston. He's that? from Houston. Yeah, well, Metamoy is, he's the only no, guy. No, this is another, this is another oh, guy. Oh, okay. All right. No, that was another guy. All right. Thanks for bringing up something so sad and horrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, he's a really cool dude. And uh, But he got the tone speech for the first time. San Antonio. It's San Antonio. Tone. Which goes like this. Oh, is, is that a tone, Mr. Sean? A tone? I'm not. Oh, so now you're screaming at me. I'm not screaming at you. Oh, oh, so now you think you can yell at me. And, you know, and it just kind of elevates. Right. It begin, you begin as a tone. And my wife said that to him at one point. Is that a tone? His name is Ambrose. Like, Bros, is that a tone? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, a soundboard? <laughs> Say that to her. She hates that. Anyway. <laughs> so like somebody is that a tone, Mr. Sean? I'll show you a tone. You know, Unbuckling. Right. Here's a little glimpse beyond the curtain in my house. This is right. something that happened to me this past week. I was, trying to, I was trying to relay something to my wife, and she couldn't hear me no. for whatever reason. Right. And, and, well, we were we were replacing a, a light fixture in the kitchen. Right. And she couldn't hear what I was saying because she's in another room. Right. So and I had my back to the door, and and she comes. And I didn't know she came in the room. So I'm like hollering. And it's like, what are you hollering at me for? <sighs> Why? There's no need to shout. Well, you can't. You're right. You, I thought she you, can't I, hear you. I thought you were out in the front yard or something. See, I get the reverse. I can't hear very well. Right. And it upsets my wife because she has to repeat herself. Mm-hmm. And then you go from having a tone. But here's the, the actual progression, right, Chris? You start off as a tone. You have a tone. And then you're yelling. And then why are you being ugly? <laughs> it's tone, yelling, ugly. In that order. Or have I got the ugly and the yelling mixed up? Is Does ugly become before yelling? Uh, they're interchangeable. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, depends Why are you being ugly? Ah. Depends on the situation. I guess. You can have an ugly tone. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, by the end of it, you're you're actually freaking yelling, you know, because you're so frustrated. I'm not yelling! I'm not ugly! All right. Uh, let me tell you about you're my... saying I have a tone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yelling! All right. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Here's Cleto coming up at uh, 10.05. Cleto Rodriguez, local cool guy and comedian. 
work together on uh, Humor for Heroes. And join us uh, at 10.05 and tell us what's going on in his world. Let's take a call on sticky stuff in baseball. Here's Paul. How you doing, Paul? Hey, Sean. Yeah. Uh, so so I, until I heard your, your story, I wasn't familiar with this. So, so the umpire uh, gets him to uh, stop his game, uh, interrupt his rhythm to check the ball for stickiness? Yes. Okay, and he drops his drawers. He starts dropping his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Why do? We... <laughs> how about? How Sounds about... kind of stupid when you really just say it out loud, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Why don't they just let all, all the pitchers uh, uh, use the sticky stuff? There, therefore, it's uh, it's equal. <laughs> I think they about, probably already about... do. <laughs> you know what I mean? How about let's 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 check this umpire, see if he's getting paid under the table by a, an opposing team to break up the rhythm. Well, and, and you know, I think that's why the guy got so upset, because you know, when you're, a, when you're pitching, man, especially if you're in the later innings, there's some serious pressure on you, and you're trying to keep in your zone. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to. He's trying to, you know, you're in your zone, it's just you and the batter, you and the batter, you and the batter, and, uh, and you suddenly stop everything. You know, it's like it's like uh, as as a writer, I, I've noticed this. Uh, you know, and there's that famous scene in The Shining where Nicholson is writing, and his wife comes in and, "Hey, Jack, you want a sandwich?" You know, and it just kind of screws him up because now he's got to it takes some time to get back to where he was. Okay, I, I've experienced that as a writer. So as a pitcher, when you're trying to focus on this guy with the with the bat, and all of a sudden, right when you're getting ready to throw, the umpire puts a stop to everything. Yeah, I can see that really pissing you off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Equal, right. stick, equal stickiness for everyone. Let them all be. Let, let this, yeah, equal stickiness yeah. for everyone. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for the call. 210-599-5555. Equal stickiness for everyone. Speaking of equal stickiness, uh, the Daily News is reporting, and Chris just told me about this, that uh, the, the New York Post uh, did a, a, a study, the New York Times, rather, of uh, uh, tuna sandwiches from Subway. They were checking for tuna DNA, right, Chris? And in 60 inches of tuna sandwiches from three different subway shops in Los Angeles, they couldn't find any tuna DNA. <laughs> so what the hell is it, dolphin? You know, I mean, what is it? And uh, they, 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 it's some lab that performed this for the paper. So there's a couple of explanations. Uh, either there's no stinking tuna in their tuna sandwiches, or uh, it's so processed, you know what I mean, that they can't actually find the DNA. Or it's dolphin, so I, I don't know. It, you know. It's mostly sticky stuff. It's mostly sticky stuff. <laughs> I despise tuna fish. I, I don't know why people eat tuna fish. I think that is the grossest taste in crap in the world. I don't care if there's tuna in it or not. Right. Tuna fish is disgusting. Over a long time, that I ate that every day. Tuna fish? Yeah. And then you get that tuna fish breath. Ugh. That's why you have scope. I hate tuna fish. My family unit loves tuna fish. Mm-hmm. But my family unit will, like, you know, they'll, they'll eat some, make up some tuna fish. They'll <laughs> just put it in a plate in the fridge. And they, nothing on it. <laughs> and then, like, everything tastes like tuna fish. You know, like, if there's a, if there's a, you know, it's like, can, can, can you just cover the tuna fish? I wouldn't even, is that a tone? Uh, what? I wouldn't even put mayonnaise. You know, some people mix it up with mayonnaise or whatever. Ugh. I wouldn't even do that. Just chunk tuna fish? Right out of a can. Oh, God. Yeah. Chris, you do that too? Oh, yeah, oh. good. What is that, my wife calling me? <laughs> There's their tone. Yeah. Uh, mute. Um, I'm. <laughs> Did you mute with a tone? <laughs> I heard you mute me with a tone. I didn't mute mute you with a tone. Oh, why are you being ugly now? I'm, I'm not being ugly. Are you yelling? I'm not yelling! I, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying I hate tuna fish, so it doesn't really affect me if there's no stinking tuna in the subway tuna fish. What I do is I get the veggie the veggie set sub, and then I get me some seafood salad from H E B, and I dump that on the on the on the, on the veggie sub. Oh, mix it up a little bit. Now I don't know if there's any damn seafood in the H E B seafood salad either, what but I don't care because it tastes so damn good. What kind of seafood is it? I don't know. Yeah. 
it might be uh, maybe that's the, maybe that's sperm the whale. I, I don't probably, know. What a, I bet it's tuna. It, it's tu- <laughs> that's where all the tuna goes. <laughs> hey, GP, get a lock on the tuna. <laughs> <laughs> all the tuna's in the seafood salad. <laughs> hey, we're a powerful lot down here. We got all the tuna. <laughs> tuna fish, tuna fish, tuna, tuna, tuna fish. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. <laughs> There's a guy still listening in Grease Man. Anybody ever know Grease oh, Man? Yeah, right. Tuna fish, tuna fish, tuna, tuna, tuna fish. All right. Let's take a break. Google Grease Man if you want. We're going to take a break. Here's Cleto coming up next. Cleto Rodriguez joining us at 10.05 on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean, and it's uh, time for one of my favorite uh, new segments. Here's Cleto. Cleto Rodriguez joins us. How are you, sir? Hey, Sean. How's it going, buddy? You doing all right? I'm, 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 I'm ridiculous today. I'm just, it's just been a ridiculous <laughs> show. How are you, man? <laughs> we well, we got into talk. I, mean, I know I'm going to get chewed out by my by my wife, uh, you know, when I get home because we we started talking. I don't know if you've experienced this, but like with my wife, there's a certain when she gets pissed off at me, there's a certain progression that happens. Like first, I have a tone, and then oh yeah, see, he said oh yeah, and then I go from oh, tone yeah. to why are you being ugly. And and then I, when I start responding to that, then it's also oh, now you think you can yell at me. You're yelling, and by that point I actually am yelling, and I'm just I'm just. Is this something you've experienced as well, or is this a, a common thing, or what? Well, Sean, you know, uh, I believe uh, <laughs> uh, 2015, I was at uh, a small little park named Brackenbridge, and I right. uh, met my my family there for lunch. And uh, I remember it was hotter than, you know, just you know, just hot. Right. And I told my wife, you know, it's kind of our arrangement is uh, I'll bring home the bacon. She fries it up in the pan. <laughs> and uh, she kind of like, you know, she handles the money because I like to spend stuff. And um, <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I wind up uh, with my boys. And they're like, uh, at the time, I believe it was nine and seven. And we're with <laughs> Walking and all of a sudden, um, my my kid my kid uh, says, uh, "I go, man, it's so hot." I go, "Babe, is there any way we can get? Um, can you can you stop by and because uh, I was going back to work? Can you stop by and get one of those above ground pools?" My wife comes back, "No, no, we can't get one of those pools. We just cannot get one of those pools right now." I'm like, oh, I, she goes, I cannot go get it. I cannot go get it. I'm sorry. We cannot get, get one of those pools right now. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to take the boys to the car, and, you know, I'll meet you over there. So we walk into the car, and my son says, yeah, mom doesn't have to go get the car. I mean, go get the pool. We can go get the pool. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I said, son, obviously you didn't hear the tone. <laughs> the tone right there, son, said, no, pulo, no, bueno, no, nothing. And, uh, and she goes, how do you know what tone? I go, you see the dogs right now? You see how they're running up and around in circles? That's the tone. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Only only daddy and dogs can hear that tone. <laughs> but you know it when you hear it. You know when you hear it. Like that. yeah, crazy That's great, song. man. Crazy <laughs> so you know, sometimes you just feel like you never can say, like during the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, during COVID when we're in lockdown, I mean, I don't want to say we're quarantined a lot, but. She got so mad, like she just looked at me. She goes, "Must you breathe toward me?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> Where am I supposed to breathe?" I'm like, "Come on." I mean, uh, yeah. You just, Why are you existing so close to me? <laughs> yeah, we're just getting at each other's nerves. I'm like, well, "Must you look at me? Uh, must you be in the same room?" I'm like, "Wow." Well, you know, a lot of. But I was reading that you know a lot of folks did have trouble because you know you. You're, you're used to going off and doing your thing, and they do their thing. And during the lockdown, we're all in the same structure constantly. 
You know, I mean, uh, we, we, our issue was that I, my hearing sucks. I, I'm, I'm half deaf. I mean, from the headphone headphones all these years. <laughs> and my wife, the one thing that annoys her more than anything else is repeating herself. But when you live with a middle-aged oh, dude who can't freaking hear, you're, you know, yeah. there's going to be times where I just can't hear you. And, oh, man, the tone. I can hear. You're right. The tone is not something from their persp- coming from them that actually is audible at all. But you know it when it's there. It's almost like a vibration, you know, like a l- low vibration of, of fury and anger. And uh, so I, I understand. You know, like, like for instance, there's certain things that, like, um, I made a chicken coop during the pa- pandemic. Oh, wow. I'm not even a handyman. I don't even know what I'm doing. I made a chicken coop just to stay out of the house. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have chickens. Right? <laughs> I don't even have chickens. I, I, I made you, chicken have chickens. you made a chicken coop? No. I had a chicken coop at my house. I don't even have chickens. <laughs> just to stay out of the house. That's how I was just, I was trying to keep myself busy and you know when i and then when i got let go from uh the news oh my goodness i mean you talk about you know my my wife was like uh let me tell you something when you're unemployed there's certain things you don't want to hear and that security speech is not all oh, right oh my god yeah i've been there so guys, i'm telling you right now stay employed because you don't want to hear that don't no don't believe the we're gonna get through this to get no forget that <laughs> No, because that because once that mortgage payment comes through, you're like, what the, what kind of man? Is, oh, here we go. I never <laughs> liked your mom. Oh, here we go. I got you, man. Radio, I've been there. I've been there. What, what else? So what's <laughs> what's going on with you these days? Otherwise, what, what's on your mind? Otherwise, anything that's uh, that's uh, uh, bouncing around your noggin that you want to put out there over the air? Well, I tell you what, I kind of right now I've just been uh, concentrating on. Uh, I got a new comedy spot over there at uh, Las Chilalas. Mexican restaurant partnered up with a buddy of mine over there and mm-hmm. uh, doing some comedy shows. We had a buddy of mine from Canada come in this past weekend and did some stand up. And uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he was talking about, you know, he was so funny because uh, he's over there talking about, you know, man, it was so difficult crossing, you know, and how to get these papers and, the, you know, be one certified and all this stuff. Right. And he looks at me and he, he goes, uh, man, he goes, uh, uh, you know, some of these, these border issues and stuff, and I go, and I look at him, I go, well, you know, it's only, it's, it's Canada, bro, seriously, <laughs> Minnesota, I mean, come on, you know, so come on, just the line, what are you doing? <laughs> he goes like, you know, <laughs> you don't have problems, I mean, that was Laredo, I can understand, we're over here talking all this, you know, whatever. It's pretty easy to slide over from Canada, you know what I mean? <laughs> you follow the elk, that's all you do, my friend. And, uh, Follow the elk. Oh, yeah. Other than that, uh, just been doing the stand up and uh, you know promoting my comedy special and so on and uh, you know and, and again trying to pretend that I'm working. Uh, <laughs> I get out of the house every from uh, seven to five and uh, then I come home and then I just kind of you know I just drive all day just around. <laughs> just drive around. I, I did that once with, with my yeah. ex-wife. I did that when I was you know I was you know supposed to be employed or whatever, but I was still kind of looking for a gig. <laughs> And so, you know, it's all right, you know, I'd make sure I leave the, the same day, you know, same time every day, you know what I mean? Like, all right, 8.30 a.m., I'll, I'll see you later on when I get done. You know, I go sit at the mall and write poems, and then I drive around, you know, for a while. <laughs> After, like, hour number six, it gets a little difficult to, like, keep coming up with stuff to do, you know? When I was working with the news, one thing I found, and you could probably relate to this too, Sean, is that naps are so important, mm-hmm. you know, like naps. Are like I read like I I literally I remember when I went in for my uh, evaluation on my contract they were like uh, hey you know we're gonna give you like you know a certain amount you know more I go I'll tell you what how about you keep that and let me just go home early and I could just sleep all right I'll just sleep and I you know sleep meant a lot like I remember at twelve noon it would be like my sleeping my nap time and I'd be out but one time my wife wanted to have lunch. Um, I don't know why, but she wanted to have lunch together, and we're there, and we're gonna have lunch, and it was twelve o'clock, and we're eating at the food court downtown when the when we had this news station, uh, the news floor downtown. Uh, we went, I met her at the at the River Center food court, and all of a sudden, you know, she's so tired. I mean, just really tired. It was like my nap time, and some lady comes up, she goes, "Oh, Cleto, I love watching you on the television. You're so funny," and and then she goes. I don't know how you do it. And I didn't feel like explaining anything. And I just looked at him and I said, it's called drugs, ma'am. And I walked off. <laughs> and uh, my wife goes, you better go tell her the truth because she's going to have you. She's going to call case out in Kansas and you're going to have a pee test and all this. Blah, blah, blah. I go, I go, 
I come back, I go, I'm just kidding, ma'am. It's called crystal meth. And I walk <laughs> off. And like, he's, a, he's a moron, ma'am. He's a comedian. Don't pay attention to him. You know, though. <laughs> so, you know, naps were very important to me. Uh, but I, I, I understand the, 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 the desire to say stuff like that to people when they ask you stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, you know, well, how do you prefer the show? It's like, crystal. Yeah. A little bit of crystal, you know. I'm all right. A little bit of crystal, a couple of bumps of crystal, uh, you know, before I go on with Trey. And I, I'm I'm fine. And there's always that little heartbeat where they're not sure if they should believe you. Right now, it's for my my pastor that's listening. He loves your show. Uh, by the way, I never took Christmas. I'm just kidding. Right, right. I have to say, you know, give that disclaimer. I I never touch the stuff. I I haven't either. Recently, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, your pastor likes the show, huh? Oh, very cool. Yeah, he likes the show. He uh, he told me he heard he heard last week, and he goes, "Oh man, that was funny." Yeah, your dad is he really like that? I go, "You should see." I, I said, "I went to visit. I went to visit my dad on Father's Day through the phone." What does that say? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't just bum rush my dad's house, you know, because uh, there's a process you got to do when you go to my dad's house. You got to get off the car. Okay, hey, Dad, how you doing? Get out of here. All right, stay in the car. Grandpa don't want no visitors, all right? You know, uh, or if it's like, hey, Dad, hey, Milo, how you doing? All right, get off here. Go ahead, ask Grandpa for money. He's in a good mood. So, you know, <laughs> there's a pattern that you got to do when you come to my dad. Oh. That's funny. That's very cool. All right, well, uh, yeah. now the, you, the, you got the, po- the podcast, the YouTube channel, right? Yeah, I got the YouTube channel going, and I got my podcast kicking off, and uh, we just uh, – did um, uh, a new one that was spinning up with uh, Leland Closet, so that's going to be good. And then I did a special Father's Day one with uh, my kids that know nothing about me, I found out. So, yeah, this could be an interesting one. That's like, wow, you know, you, you, you remember how to ask for money, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay. You know, have you ever had one of those dad moments, Sean? Yeah. I had a dad moment the other day. My, <laughs> my son uh, comes up to me, he's like nine years old, and he's like, Daddy, Daddy, can I have some some money so, so I can buy some skins? I'm like, uh, son, we're not at that age right now. The birds and bees talk's gonna come a little later. Uh, um, he goes, skins. We're just not ready for that. He goes, no, 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 Dad, some some skins for Fortnite. Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, Fortnite. Man. All right. It took me a second. Oh my dad, God. You know, my dad, <laughs> when I was uh, single, Dad, I came home. I was gonna go do a gig in Del Rio because you know my career was on fire, and uh, I so much. <laughs> I told my dad, I said, Dad, um, here's, here's uh, Gabby's backpack, and if she gets thirsty, here's her sippy cup, and if she starts getting cranky, put this movie on. And remember the movie, remember the the, the group, that, that movie, uh, the cartoon or whatever, the the Wiggles? You remember oh, the Wiggles? God, yes. I remember the Wiggles oh, stage. Yeah, oh. I told my dad, here, here, here Dad, here's, put this movie on. He goes, what is this? I go, <laughs> this is her, her favorite movie. It's the Wiggles. Mira, is there porn? You want to show my granddaughter porn? I'm like, no. It's the way I made it worse because I said it's four grown men dancing in different colored outfits. Mira, is there porn? This guy. She told my daughter, granddaughter porn. I'm like, oh. It's Australian porn. It's Australian. Oh, my goodness, Dad. I was like, I, and it took about 30 minutes just to explain to him. I said, you know what, Dad? Just show him, you know, uh, you know, Clint Eastwood, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, right. That hard whatever. Wiggles. I remember the Wiggles stage. Hey, kids, no, you yeah. want to make a yeah. sandwich? Let's make a sandwich, and then we'll sing a sandwich song. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, please yeah, move on I, to SpongeBob, please. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, my 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 daughter when she was younger. We had to put. Uh, we went to buy her a piñata, and it was a door the Explorer piñata. And uh, boy, was that therapy after that session. Well, I don't want to hit door. I don't want to hit door. Oh, that's great. Mama, she's a doll. It's, it's not the real door. No, look at her. Mama, Caillou, I wanted to hit. You know, I, Caillou, I could, I would have liked to have decked. Actually, um, I'm going to have to. Do you remember the Caillou thing? Did you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shut up, you whiny little brat. Anyway, uh, I got to run, Cleto, but uh, it's always a pleasure, man, having you coming on and uh, check out his his, uh, his YouTube channel and the podcast and the, and uh, all the stuff you got online. Uh, where's the best place for people to go just to find out where everything is? Uh, go to CotoRodriguez.com. That's pretty cool. If you don't find anything there, then uh, you probably find it at, you know, Goodwill. I don't know. <laughs> There's probably a VHS there of my, my comedy. It don't matter. <laughs> Cleto, man. Love you, man. We'll see you next yeah. week. Cleto Rodriguez. <laughs> we'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, 24 minutes after 10. So this is breaking news, okay? Breaking news from Deadline. Oh, wait. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. I was going to talk about something else, but Joe Biden's talking. Damn it. Well, should we listen? Are we able to? No. Well, that's too bad. Um, Joe Biden's talking. Uh, I don't care. Uh, well, breaking news. Uh, well, no, it's, he's at a funeral. I don't know. It's not, it's not the gun thing yet. He's going to talk about that later. All right. Thank you, God. Um, this is breaking news. Apparently, 78-year-old Harrison Ford has suffered an injury rehearsing a fight scene for Indiana Jones 5. This is breaking news, Chris. Breaking what? He must have broken his damn shoulder. They're filming at Pinewood Studios. And according to Deadline, the severity of Ford's injury remains unknown at this time, but we do know that the injury was to the 78-year-old actor's shoulder. The official statement from Walt Disney is, in the course of rehearsing, I almost want to do it in Mickey Mouse's voice. Ha! <laughs> no, I won't. In the course of rehearsing a fight scene, Harry Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Production will continue with the while the appropriate course of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's 78, man. The fact that, you know, the fact that he's 78 years of age and injured his shoulder rehearsing a fight scene is in the same sentence kind of tells you everything you need to know. He's 78, man. I hope it wasn't his whip shoulder. Yeah, that would really suck. And he's, have you noticed that, like, when he, when he did uh, the Star Wars movie, all right, he suffered a serious injury to his leg because the, Freaking Millennium, a door in the Millennium, Millennium Falcon closed on his leg. When he did Blade Runner 2049, he injured his hand by accidentally slugging Ryan Gosling. And haven't we all wanted to do that on occasion? Has anybody picked up on the idea that maybe he's too stinking old to be doing these parts? Is that just, is that, do you know what I mean? I mean, Indiana Jones, because it's like, Harry Ford has reprised every single stinking popular character he's ever played with except the exception of Jack Ryan and that's because the CIA has retirement limits, you know what I mean? Like you can't be 78 and still working for the CIA. They retire your ass, all right? And they go live in Northern Virginia. But every other role, he's, he's always getting freaking injured. Why? He's in his late 70s. That's why. Well, I don't think he even has to be filming. He's just accident. Remember he crashed his plane? That what is, yeah. Indiana Jones, he ain't, man. Crashed his damn plane. Didn't he crash on, like, a golf course or something? In Malibu? You know, maybe he, Harry, maybe it's time, you're, you're rich enough, man. Maybe it's time you just stop, pal. Just stop. Remember that other situation he had when he was trying to land at an airport in California? And he was that a John Wayne airport? Yeah, and he flew over a plane that was, like, preparing yeah. to take off or something. Yeah, it was crazy. Indiana Jones, he ain't. No. He's pretty accident-prone. Yeah. And apparently somewhat fragile. <laughs> He's the, they, they're just rehearsing the damn movie. Right. It doesn't He's know his, doesn't messed know his up his shoulder, man. It's crazy. Oh, that really hurt. Was he supposed to win that fight? <laughs> uh, Marion, I need some lanocaine. It's the second time I use that joke, isn't it? I'm just saying he's he's in his late seventies. Maybe it's time to like you know stop milking the franchise for every last dollar you can leave for Callista, and because uh, <laughs> she's still got a life ahead of her, Harry. Uh, you know you did. You married her young, right? Somebody else you know, should be spending your money, Harrison. Yeah, how, how's that make you feel, Indy? Okay, when some other dude, when Antonio Banderas hooks up with Kalisha Flockhart <laughs> and is spending your freaking money, how's that make you feel? Did you choose wisely, Ben Affleck? Right, he chose poorly. Ben Affleck's gonna, you know, dump J Lo and hook up with Kalista. Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, the worst Batman ever, will be spending your Indiana Jones money. 
Because you're too stinking old, man. Give it up. And then he's going to reboot Indiana Jones. God. <laughs> ben Affleck will be Indiana Jones. What a nightmare. Just stop, dude. You're 78. Because, <laughs> you know, he's... He, he, I saw an interview w- once uh, with him where they he was... T- he, they were talking about Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner or whatever. And I think somebody somebody asked him, like, you know, hey, is it, it seems like you're playing every one of your major roles again at this stage in your life. Uh, what do you have to say? And he kind of looks like, you bet your ass I am. You know, it's like, oh, you know, just thanks. Thanks for ruining my childhood. Thanks for ruining the 80s, Indy. 78. Indiana Jones and the rusty bedpan. You know, just stop, man. You're 78, dude. All right. 210 I'm sorry. It's just he, he's always getting injured. Okay. Uh, let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. We're going to talk to Ron here in a second. Whatever's on your brain, 210-599-5555. Then we'll talk about Ron DeSantis in Florida. After you talk to Ron on line one, it's a lot of Ron. Uh, 210-599-5555. I just keep cracking up. Chris, I just cracking up. And Cleto was talking about when his wife gets a tone. See, in my house, I'm the one who gets the tone. In Cleto's house, his wife gets the tone. And sometimes it's inaudible. He was telling he just cracked me up. I keep thinking about how he told his kids that <laughs> like we don't hear mom saying anything. He says, See those dogs running around in circles? They can, only dogs can hear your mom's tone. Dogs and me. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? I'm all right, son. What's going on? Well you just this you're just entertaining me as usual. Excellent. You're helping me pass the time and, and it just Always a darn good thing to hear from you. And I'm not Ron DeSantis. I'm Ron, I'm Ron DeLee. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, did you know, Sean, that uh, before Cleto's act caught on fire, I had him as an instructor for a defensive driving course? No, I didn't know that. Y- yes, sir. He ran a uh, defensive driving course at one point, and uh, he was doing that to make ends. Oh, that's great. Was oh, really, cool. He was good. We all got out 45 minutes early. It was a four-hour course. And uh we loved it. He, he he even entertained us, and it was yeah. He's, he's a great guy. He really is. He's a cool dude. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just real quick here, uh, you were talking about something about sticky, and and I had so much work going on this morning. And on the I, baseball. The I started, yeah, baseball and sticky. Well, the pitchers are are the umpires are now starting to stop games to check the balls for uh, you know anything sticky that the, the pitcher puts on the ball to you know get a better grip on it. I got that you. didn't sound right, okay, but you know what one, I mean. One quick, item, one quick item. I'm sorry, I didn't. Had somebody had another call coming. I heard the mm. last thing you said, but uh, did you do you remember the group called Montrose? No. In the late '70s, or okay. Um, oh, Sammy Hagar. Uh, yes, and when he was before Sammy Hagar, when he was just Montrose, and uh, okay. they had a song called "Hot, Sweet, and Sticky." It was an amazing oh, hot song. Yeah, I know, but it was. Maybe you can play a piece of it. Um, no, I. No, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't, I don't, sooner or later. Well, Don Morgan wants Sean, me to. What? That was Rock I Candy. Wanted to hear from oh, thank you. I appreciate it, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. What was that? Rock Candy is the name of the song. Rock Candy. It's a Sammy Hagar song. Sammy Hagar Montrose. I'm not a. Trey would hate me if you he heard me say this. He'd absolutely hate me. He already thinks I'm the devil. I I'm not a big Sammy Hagar fan. I'm just not. Right. Well, you've stated this in the past. I know, but I, I just I I can't drive fifty five. I was like, eh. just wasn't a big fan. But you You're see, like, he's and I was another, more of a David Lee Roth guy. He's another one of those guys that he has such a large body of work that if you go back a little bit, I think you may find something you like. No, probably not. <laughs> you won't drive fifty five. No. Well, I I don't know. I just a lot of that hairband stuff. I just didn't like in the late eighties. Right. No, he was around before all that. Well, I know, but he did the, the one the like the one song he did with Van Halen that I actually liked did not sound even sound like a Van Halen song. It was uh Come on baby get what is it uh, right, right now. Right. No, no, it was uh give me finish what oh, you what started. You started yeah. What you started. Now, that was a, with a little slide guitar action going sure. there. 
That's the only Sammy Hagar Van Halen song I ever liked. That doesn't sound anything like a Van Halen song. Almost sounds like a country song. Yeah. The video was very popular. Right. I was a David Lee Roth th- uh, guy. I, just, I liked David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth himself is freaking nuts. But I, I he's absolutely insane. Yeah. But I just liked the Van Halen with David Lee Roth more right. than Sammy Hagar. And then I was never a big Sammy Hagar fan when it, I can't drive 55. I was like, oh, that's... So you would say there's Van Halen and Van Hagar. I was one of those guys. I was one of the guys that went with, no, that's not Van, that's Van Hagar. It's not Van Halen. I didn't own a single Van Halen record. You know, I just... <laughs> wow, really? No, I, you know, I... I, I, it's, I'm very, I've been buying the same 11 records all my life. I just want the same record. I just want the same records over I, and over again. That's why I try to buy one for you every now and I'm going to listen to the Joni Mitchell on the way home today. I have it in my car specifically oh, for that reason. Right. But like, I, I always have a copy of The Wall. Mm-hmm. I always have a copy of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. I always have a copy of All Things Must Pass, which is going to have a, a, have a 50th, 50th anniversary. I always have uh, Nirvana Unplugged. I've been buying the same stinking records for 30 years. Uh, the 40 jo- years. The Joni Mitchell album, I, or the CD I bought for you, that came, that's uh, 50 years old this week. Is it really? Yeah. I've never heard it. I'll check uh, it out today. I think you'll like it. Great songwriter. Sammy Hagar's, Hagar's not on it, is he? I mean, <laughs> To predate Sammy Hagar. Yeah, well, you know, it's a little. That might be a little too mellow for Sammy. I'm thinking because he can't drive 55. Right. No songs about tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the tequila song. But whenever I hear it, I know it's Friday. Every Friday. Right? <laughs> what the hell am I talking about here? Oh, two one zero five nine. I totally forgot what I was we going to talk from about. Sticky baseballs to Sammy Hagar. Sticky baseballs to Sammy Hagar. That's the Sean Show. This is how things work around here. <laughs> Um, Ron DeSantis is a badass uh, on that train. I agree. Governor Ron DeSantis, he's young. He's for, what is he? Forty two. The guy's forty two. And uh, he did something really cool where he's going to require that civics be taught in Florida schools. Uh, that the Evils and darkness uh, that comes from communism and socialism will be will be taught in schools, and he he's going to require that college campuses on a regular basis review if they receive state money. I imagine uh, must review you know the diversity of thought on campus. In other words, if you're if you have a co- if you're the dean of a college in in Florida and you know, it's really repressive towards anybody who doesn't carry the water for the Democratic Party uh, and that whole extreme agenda, the woke thing. You know, I'm, I suspect the way it works is you'll get your money yanked. I don't know. But Ron DeSantis is, is, is taking the temperature of the country, and there is a, definitely a movement that's starting now. When you look at Loudon, Virginia, uh, and all the screaming and yelling at the school board there with the transgendered stuff and the CRT stuff, uh, people are pissed off. People are, are, are getting weary of the woke thing, I believe. And I believe it's a movement. It's a wave that's beginning. And I think Ron DeSantis is going to surf that wave all the way. Uh, because people, it, look, Pompeo's right. It's like I said yesterday. If you're sick of this crap, this woke crap, this racist crap, this pronoun crap, this canceled crap, you got to dig your heels in, man, and start screaming your brains out. you got to dig your heels in and start s- screaming your brains out, especially if it involves your kid in the public education system or in the collegiate system. You know, it, it, you're, it's your kid's future kind of at stake here. But just in general, also, we just got to stand up against this crap. That's why, you know, I... I, I, as I say often, I, I'm, I just pretty much already consider myself canceled. I just It just hasn't happened yet. And so I just kind of say what I'm going to say, unapologetically. I ain't no damn Billy Eilish. Thank you, Jesus. I probably smell bad. I'm just saying, no apologies, hold the line, you know, wrap your arms around your, the truth and snuggle up to it and scream it from your the bottoms of your lungs to the roof of your mouth, man. That's the only way we stop this stuff. Is they, they, Well, I, I tell you what, yes and no in that we have to let, you know, it's like the, with the voting rights thing and the, the, the for the people uh, legislation, which is anything but. It's a cheat. 
So thank you, Jesus, for the filibuster in this procedural uh, vote. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the bums are trying to take over the whole farm. They really are. The pukes are trying to take over the whole circus, man. That's why they opened up the border. That's why they opened up the border. And, uh, and that's why a lot of this woke crap is going on in the school systems, in culture. And we, you know, I tell you what, when, when I, and, and Trey said this earlier and I agree with it. When, when I start agreeing with Bill Maher, when Trey starts agreeing with Bill Maher, when I start agreeing with John Stewart, okay, you know that there's something, you know, real going on here. I'm sick of it all, man. I'm sick of this woke crap, all of it. CRT, sick of it. Uh, two one zero. So good on Ron DeSantis. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. It's the final few moments, moments of the show. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. It's a very cool show. And, uh, oh, man, my wife tagged me in a post. Elton John's Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour is uh, is coming to the Alamo, Alamo Dome. Oh, I can't speak all of a sudden. The Alamo Dome, October 29th, 2022. Have fun at the show. I got to go see that. Don, Morgan, all we got to go. We got to. So that's a year from now. Next year, next October, not this coming October, because that would be 2021. I think my math is correct. So basically, but the tickets are going to go on sale June 30th, man. I just, I'm such a fan of his, Uh, you know. And and I I didn't like him for because when I first got into radio, he was doing all that wussy stuff for Disney and Circle of Life, the club at the end of the street. You know, I hated that stuff. But you know, I was when we were, when we went to Houston last weekend. I was I was blaring uh, good you know Yellowbrook Road on uh, on my rolling CD player. He's just he's, the the combo of Elton John and Bernie Taupin's poetry. Mm-hmm. It's just there's nothing like it. There really is nothing like it. And he's just an amazing musician. He's now here's a guy. I was making fun of Harry Ford because he's 78 doing another Indiana Jones movie and he's already busted his shoulder. Okay, right. But watching a 74-year-old Elton John run through his hits, run through his songs, oh, man, how badass would that be? You know what you I mean? Know, a couple of years back, we went to see Bob Seger up, right. in, up in Austin. And I'd never seen him in concert before. And as we were sitting there, and, you know, at the time he was 72 or 3. Wow. Or something like that. You know, hair all white, you know, big white beard. Right. And I was thinking to myself, I'm glad I waited till now. Really? Because, you know, I'm older and all those songs make, I've, although I've loved them all my life, they make so much more sense yeah. to me now. Because his, his songs were always written from a, a perspective of an older person. Yeah. Looking back or, you know, talking about the experiences he's he's gone through. Right. And, and at that point, you know, in my early 50s, I'm like, well, you know, I've done all of that. Now, right. You know, so I'm glad I waited till then. And I think it's going to be the same with... With Elton John as well. I, I think you're right because a lot of yeah. the stuff he wrote in the in the 80s and the late 70s, you know, he was getting older himself. Yeah, a lot of it ap- appeals to me or makes more sense to me as well that mm-hmm. I'm at this stage in life. Yeah, yeah. We, we were listening to something. I was with my daughter the other day, and we were listening to. It, it may have been uh, something from along Yellow Brick Road in that area, 73, right. 73. And I thought, you know, people talk about the songs. You know, but the fact of the matter is, the man could sing very well. Oh yeah, what a great he had voice! Incredible the way he could know? go up into the falsetto oh, and come yeah. right back down. You know, I mean, it really had a and kind soulful. of a bluesy, yeah, soulful singing voice. Yeah, at times, it sounded like he was at church. You know, yeah, I mean, right, was, right. Yeah, just a very soulful voice. It's been amazing. And he still his voice, of course, has dropped several, you know, several sure. years since then. But he still sounds great. Yeah, and the piano playing. Oh. I mean, you know. It's amazing when you because I didn't I, I really have come to learn to appreciate. I mean I've always liked Elton John music. Yeah. I mean like except for the early nineties, but you know beyond that, right? Because he was a hard rocking guy, for the most. That's how we viewed yeah. him when he, we were young. Sure. Uh, but the older I get, again, one of those things where the more I listen to him, the more I appreciate his technical ability. Yeah. With the piano and yeah, with a singing voice, which could do yeah. anything. It was amazing. You know. Um, 
So, yeah, man, uh, Elton John's farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, coming the final tour, uh, coming to the Alamo Dome uh, October 29th of next year, and that's the day after my 55th birthday. It will be, because I'm 53, 54, 50, yeah. So, uh, honey, I, I know what I want for my 55th birthday. You got you got a year. Well, I guess you got to get the tickets now. You want to take your old man to see some other old man. You want to take your old man to see this other old man. <laughs> but by her tagging you, it means you're getting the tickets. Yeah, that's a, tone. Oh, yeah, that you was know. a subtle hint. Was that a tone, Chris? <laughs> yes. Why are you being ugly to me? Uh, I'm paid. Oh, so now you're thinking you yell at me. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm not yelling. <laughs> All right, we got to get on out of here. Uh, listen, I, I got a new cupcake eating video. It's very disturbing. Uh, this is thanks to our friends at Gigi's Cupcakes. Every week, it's Cupcake Tuesday. I record myself e- eating another gourmet cupcake from Gigi's. So that's on the uh, website ktsa.com. The Sean Rima page. Like and share. Like and share. And it's uh, also on uh, uh, on my face puke page and the KTSA face puke page. And uh, what else? We'll have Kinky Friedman coming up on. Uh, in fact, he was just calling me. We're going to have Kinky Friedman coming up uh, for uh, the, the Friday segment and uh, get him to sing a song for us. They actually started the camp up at Echo Hill uh, for the Gold Star families this week. So I'm sure we'll hear, we'll hear some great stories from the Kingster uh, coming up on Friday. Uh, beyond that, uh, I, I, I always forget this and I, I need to say this more. You can always contact me through the email at Sean at KTSA.com. Sean at KTSA.com. And, uh, you know, I, I do read pretty much most of my emails. So if, uh, there's something, uh, uh, you know, you, 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 uh, want to say or you hate my stinking guts or whatever, I think I suck. You think I'm racist. I think I got a tone. Uh, go ahead and send me a message, Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.